The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code ROSS. That's code ROSS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. You're listening to DraftKings Network. For those who didn't have water, how far they had to walk. Um, And on average, uh, kids and women have to walk about six kilometers uh, a day to go and get water, which is, in essence, about three miles. It's the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. (laughs) Oh, yeah, it is. But it's not just any. Ross Tucker Football Podcast. I never do that to you guys. It is bright and early here on a Monster Monday, presented, of course, by DraftKings. And I have internet. Glorious internet is back. I don't want to jinx it, but thank goodness it is nice to have it back. Thank you so much. We are presented, of course, by DraftKings. Really cool conversation coming up. With Kelvin Beecham. So impressed by him on and off the field. I think you guys are going to really enjoy this one. I talk all the time about the things that NFL players do off the field that most fans have no idea about. Kelvin is a great example of that. Also, wanted to get some clarity from him on the comments he made regarding Kyler Murray recently. Uh, But big fan of Kelvin and everything he's done. Big fan of those of you that go the extra mile to help out the show and maybe win a little something-something. I hadn't picked the winners Thursday morning because of the internet fiasco, so I did it over the weekend. Let's pick some winners, Jack. I want winners. I want people that want to win. So I don't think I got an email from anybody taking advantage of any of the sponsors. So it's the sponsor tab over at RossTucker.com, where you can see all the different advertisers we've had over the last year or so and the special code that you get and discount uh, if you click the link or whatever, if you use the code. I don't think we got any of those this week. So I essentially have two spread the word winners. One of them spread word winner, one sponsor confirmation email winner. They both did the same thing. They both did exactly what I asked for. They wrote up a review on Facebook for Ross Tucker Pod, which is much appreciated. It's Josiah Becker and Christopher Barr. So really appreciate that. Josiah Becker, Christopher Barr, both did Facebook reviews last week, which is what I asked for, which is what I appreciate. 
So thank you so much. You guys are both winners. The next step after you're a winner, by the way, some of you guys don't carry through with the next step, is to email me, ross at rosstucker.com, and let me know if you want a press pass or a picture or a card. And your address, by the way. The YouTube shout-out goes to Chip Franks. Chip, I think you said you wanted the shout-out for your son. So email me and let me know exactly you know what uh, what your son's name is and what you'd like me to say, etc. YouTube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. You want to talk about something cool. You just subscribe, hit the thumbs up button. You reply to any video and essentially say, Ross, I'm here to try to get the shout out to be the shout out winner. And you get a personalized video from me to whoever you want it. People pay for that at Cameo. Pretty awesome. Almost as awesome as Kelvin Beecham and today's big show. The Big Show. As promised, we are joined by one of my favorite guys in the NFL. And I honestly mean it. I've only talked to him a couple times, I think, before games. But I, I really do mean that. He's long-time NFL offensive lineman Calvin Beecham. Just re-signed with the Arizona Cardinals for a couple more years. Going into year 12. Calvin, honestly, man, I feel like it was just yesterday. I think I was I had just retired. I was just getting into the media, and you were playing for the Steelers. And I was, like, talking with you before the game, and you were too small to play left tackle. And then you just went out there, and you were playing your butt off. How are you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. But first, I have to say thank you. And I also have to highlight, man, how special it is to see an offensive lineman leading the way in media. Uh, the the journey that you've blazed with other offensive linemen, man, it's been special. So I got to say first – and foremost, thank you. Wow, man! Now, now, now you're just now you're full of crap. Now you're no, just no, kissing that, up. <laughs> that's, the, that's the truth. You know, offensive linemen don't get the type of love that we deserve. You know, we don't we, we, we don't we don't get any credit. You know, we don't get the same opportunities. We're not as sexy as as they, as they need to have on TV to do media and all those things. But man, you've taken it and you've ran. When I ain't blowing smoke, I'm telling you the truth, because you you've paved the way. And the thing is, we say the same thing on the football field. We stand on the shoulders of those who came before us. The reason offensive linemen have opportunities like they have is because of people like Ross Tucker. Wow, Kelvin, that means more than you know. Um, It's funny because the two guys I always reference um, that I've kind of looked up to are Brian Baldinger and Mm -hmm. Mark Schlereth. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like those are the guys that I kind of looked at and thought, all right, well, if those guys can do it, you know, maybe I can do it. Yeah. All I know, man, is I'm 44. I haven't had to get a real job yet, and that's like my goal, right? Like, I mean, I'm in my detached garage in central Pennsylvania right now, you know, and I'm talking with you about football and the unbelievable stuff yeah. that you do off the field and have always done off the field, yeah. which is just one reason why I respect you so much. In fact, that's actually – How we got connected here is uh, someone you work with reached out and talked to me about what you just did in Zambia, blown away. Like, would you have any interest in having Kelvin on your show? Like, first of all, I'll have Kelvin on my show anytime. Second of all, with what I was reading about what you did, Kelvin, it's just unreal. Um, So I would love for you, rather than me, to try to describe it, you to talk about what you just did uh, over in Zambia. Yes, sir. 
so a couple weeks ago, um, well, last year at the end of the end of the year, me and my wife donated money for uh, two wells. And then about two and a half weeks ago, um, we actually solicited uh, fans to come and support the third well uh, and raise $15,000 to do so. Um, right before we did that, we had already made the trip and we landed in Zambia and realized that we had reached that goal. So the reason for going to Zambia was to go and see how water impacted individuals there on the ground, boots on the ground, um, feeling the emotion, feeling the energy of the people who are actually going through the thing that we talked about. So it just wasn't throwing money at a situation, but actually going and going and seeing what was actually going on. So I got to see um, the impact of water and the impact of just one well. So one well uh, produces about 28 gallons of water per day, which services about 300 um uh, 300 families, well, 300 people uh, a day. Um, and got to see how that water impacted individuals, got to see um, for those who didn't have water, how far they had to walk. Um, and on average, uh, kids and women have to walk about six kilometers uh, a day to go and get water, which is, in essence, about three miles. Um, so got to see the impact of water um, and how uh, it affected those who didn't have water and how it affected those who, who did uh, have water. But I think for me, the most telling thing was to be able to understand the impact of water on healthcare. Uh, my wife is a healthcare professional. She's a nurse uh, by trade. Um, and to hear about the, the discrepancies uh, and the hardships of women to be able to have a child, to have to bear a child in the same room that somebody was going to get a checkup, um, to hear the screams and, and, and the labor and the delivery of a child while you're just there for a checkup, all that all is in the same building. And you may not have water in that building. So a woman can't take a shower after she's had the baby. Um, there's not the, the mechanisms to be able to clean a child. Um, and then the woman is discharged after six hours. Um, and again, they have to walk every, everywhere. This is no, you know, hey, I get in the car, I get rolled out in a, in a wheelchair and, and, you know, somebody drives me home. No, you get the baby, not clean. You haven't showered. You haven't had a chance to rest. You get the baby. They put the placenta in a bag or a bucket. You take the placenta and you walk back home. To hear some of those stories, man, it, it was it was impactful and it, it was well worth the trip to go and go learn, uh, to be more, to be honest with you. You know, I'm going to have I, I don't often do this. I'm going to have my daughters listen to this episode because one of the things I'm trying to impart upon them is just how fortunate they are and how a lot of people live different lives and have harder lives that, than they do. And whether that's locally, you know, yeah. United States or Pennsylvania or whatever, but, you know, I, I think most people in the United States, Kelvin, probably have no idea of the water issues that they have over in Africa and just how much of a problem that is for them. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, is, you know, I think what part of Pennsylvania are you in? You said central Pennsylvania. Yeah, like Harrisburg, Hershey. Okay. I'm from closer to Philly, but I live in the state capital now. Okay, what's, what's I think, is the, does Allegheny run that far down? So Susquehanna River is the big river that comes right through the middle of the city, yeah. Yeah, so in essence, you're, you would be telling your daughter to go to um, that river, get a bucket from that river, put it on her head, and walk back home. When you put it in that context and realize that that's what families have to do, and you know how many ships and stuff go up and down that river, but that's the drinking water that many of these families have there, you know, in that in that area. And that river is not that big, so it's really a pooling of water that they're going to go and pull their water from. 
And one of the um, families we went in and, and saw uh, this woman, Susan, she walks down, um, you know, down a hill. I mean, she showed us her knee. I looked like an MCL was, was, was torn off the bone. I mean, it's, it's, you know, really swollen. Um, but she walks down, you know, to, to grab water and the pooling of water that she's, that she's grabbing water from a cow fell into that water source, a dead cow. So they had to pull that dead cow out. And that is the water that they're drinking. So to realize again, some of the hardships uh, of folks until you see it. And, you know, again, you know, you, you hear about the stories or you see it on TV and, you know, you hear those things, but to actually go and see, some of the hardships, um, you know, folks living here in poverty. I mean, they're living in the palace compared to some of the folks there uh, in, in Lusaka, Zambia. That is unbelievable. Um, I don't know if there is any way that they can, but is there some way that my listeners could get involved somehow, Kelvin? For sure, man. The thing is, is you can go to worldvision.org. Um, there are a number of ways in which you can get involved. If you can't get there, which I know that is hard to get there, there are ways to support. Um, you can support monetarily. You can support uh, with gifts and kind. Um, you can pray, which, you know, I think that's that's something that anybody can do. Um, but I think it's, it's the ability to, to realize and just, I think, use utilize a perspective of how good we have it here in America. Um, this is a, a great country. Uh, we have people who fight for our needs and fight, fight for uh, the ability to have uh, the great life that we have here in America. But I think it's being able to utilize and understand uh, some of the perspectives from those, uh, you know, across across the world, um, and just being able to have a, a heart of humanity and, and a willingness to want to support uh, people all over the globe. And I think anybody can do that from anywhere, um, you know, that you have listeners. But just being able to go to worldvision.org, check it out, take a look, see what resonates with you, see what aligns with your passion, um, and then be able to serve in whatever capacity that is. And you can in particular go to worldvision.org slash Beecham, B-E-A-C-H-U-M. And if you forget that, just follow or go to Kelvin's Twitter profile page at Kelvin Beecham, B-E-A-C-H-U-M Jr. Because he's got the link right there at his profile page. So anyway, I'm amazed by the stuff you do off the field. Always have been, Kelvin. And then on the field, it's funny. Because, you know, everybody always talks about, you know, the quarterbacks and Brady and whoever, Mahomes. Totally get it. But playing seven years, and I was primarily a swing guy. I think I started 25 games, played in 45. I always say the guys that I, like, look up to, the guys that – I don't want to say idolize, but the guys that I really look up to, any guy that played O-line, D-line for (laughs) 10-plus years – and lined it up every week, over 100 starts, just the physical and mental toughness and fortitude and good fortune, quite frankly, that that right. takes is unbelievable. I mean, Kelvin, the last I don't know, eight years, 15, 16, 16, 13, 16, 15, 17 starts, you have started 147 games in your 11 years in the NFL, and you're still going. You're going in the year 12. Was there any thought in your mind at all of, you know what, 11 years, I made pretty good money, I want to do this off-the-field stuff, or did you know as soon as the season ended that you wanted to keep playing? There was never a doubt in my mind that I was going to continue playing. Uh, There are still some some things I need to prove, uh, still some accomplishments and goals and aspirations. 
uh, that I want to be able to accomplish. And I haven't been able to do those things yet. And those things take time. Uh, but I'm willing to put the time in. But I think more than anything, man, I'm in love with the process. I, I really do enjoy the process. I enjoy uh, the process of getting ready uh, to play football. Um, I enjoy the process of, of getting the body and the mind ready to play football. You know, it was so funny. I was in the weight room yesterday and I was just like, man, it's time to play football again. It's to that, that point, you know, the drafts are starting to come. So, you know, we're going to start going back in the building. Um, and I think for me, and my wife will say it too, it's like my, my attitude starts to, to, to change uh, <laughs> in a way I'm a little bit more direct. Um, you know, I'm a little bit more snappy. And I think, you know, for some, they may enjoy that, you know, you know, wives, you know, they, they, they have their ways about saying those things, but you know, she talked about PMS and then I talk about football. She was like, well, you, when, when football comes, that's your PMS time. Like, it's just a, a way in which, you know, you just turn and you change, but I enjoy that change that happens as the year progresses. Um, as we get ready to kind of, you know, ramp up into training camp. Um, and as we get ready to ramp up into the season and I enjoy that process. Football Fine. on Sundays is the ice on the cake. But the process is what I enjoy the most. It's funny that you say that because um, my wife, it's been a long time for me now, but she used to, like, as we got closer and closer to training camp, she could tell that I, and I don't know if it was like anxiety or like the buildup or knowing what was about to happen. I mean, this is back when training camp was hard, bro. <laughs> it was like, hey, I, I, I mean, it, and and she could just tell. I was starting to get like mentally ready for it. What are some of those goals or aspirations that you still have, Kelvin? Man, for one, you want to be able to, to, to play in a Super Bowl and win a Super Bowl. You know, that's 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 first and foremost. You know, um, you want to be able to 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 have one of those seasons that are special um, that you'll always remember. I've had a couple of those in Pittsburgh. Um, we had the team here in Arizona when I, when I first got here to, to, to make some noise and didn't execute in the playoffs. Um, but it's, it's hard to get to the dance, man. And then once you get to the dance, it's hard to make that run once you get into the dance. But, you know, first and foremost, being able to be a part of a Super Bowl and win a Super Bowl is a big thing. And then, man, it's just it's, it's one of those things, man. I was, I was drafted uh, in the seventh round, the last uh, offensive lineman taken in the 2012 draft. And I think it's something special to say that that I found a way to to play as long as I possibly could, and not only play, but compete and start at the highest level for as long as I could. So there are some things that I just want to be able to accomplish from a personal standpoint, um, not to prove to anybody else, but to prove to myself that I, I did it the way that I felt was needed, and I accomplished it in a way um, that not many do. You know, it's not many seven round picks that 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 get to stay in the league. Uh, this long, you know, usually we're, we're punching bags and, and slappies for, for those in training camp, um, you know, for the first couple of years. But to be able to, to carve out a, a little small career, man, it's been special. It's been amazing. Um, you know, it's funny. It, uh, what was it like a month ago, maybe maybe even a couple of weeks ago? Um, I read a quote that you had about Kyler Murray that I'm sure got attention. And I don't know even know who you were talking to, Kelvin, or what the context was. So what I like to do is if I have someone like you on, I just like to give you the floor, like, what what did you say? Who did you say it to? And 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 kind of give you the chance to discuss it. Yeah. You know, the thing is, is, is I said what I said. I didn't mince what I said. Uh, there was no ill will in what I said. Um, and I said the obvious. Um, it's being able to see uh, somebody mature, just like you would like to see a player mature. 
um, from year to year. You know, at some point in a, in a player's life, um, or especially a young player's life, they take leaps and bounds. And I just wanted to see the young man grow up. Um, and I said that. I didn't say it in a <laughs> – I didn't think it was a malicious way, but you know how it is. Free agency, you know, you got you got some sound bites. But the question was, does he, does he lack leadership? You know, um, does he have a heart for it? And I think it's really wrong to try to question a man's heart or question – a man's worth ethic, especially once they've gotten to the national national football league level, uh, because there's a lot of work that had to be put in to get here. So there's, there's never been a question of, of can he work? There's never been a question uh, of his leadership is can he do more? And is he willing to do more? And I would love to see him do more because he has the ability to do so. And he has the keys to the franchise and he's a leader in that regard. They paid him to be a leader. And I want to see that. Um, so I would say the same thing to him that I've said publicly grow up, and let's find a way to, to galvanize and find a way to do this thing together uh, because it's going to be hard. I mean, he's coming off of a, a knee injury. You know, it's, it's not easy to come off of a, a knee injury, um, be the franchise quarterback and still find a way to, to lead this organization in the right way. So, you know, I'm just excited for the opportunity, excited for the challenge. You know, I know some may find it concerning, um, but he has an opportunity to, to, to really rectify and be able to make a name for himself and, and plant his plant his flag uh, to be the player that we all know he can be. Check him out on social media at Kelvin Beecham Jr. By the way, Kelvin's on the West Coast. We are recording this at 5.45 a.m. Pacific time. And by the way, that's one of the windows that his his rep gave me. So I said, okay, I'll take 5.45 a.m. Pacific time. So what are you doing this before you go over to lift some weights, Kelvin? I love it. Or get, yes, get a workout sir. in? Yes, sir. Usually, man, I'm, I'm usually walking around this time of morning. So, you know, I got, I got three kids, man. I got an eight, a five, and a four. Um, so usually I walk and I finish walking around six, come in the house and start helping out, getting kids ready. And then we leave about 6.45. I go drop them off at school and then I go and work out. So we act actually on the field today at 7.30. Um, so I try to knock out a lot of things before they actually get up. So when they get up, I can focus on being a dad. So it's, it's, it's again, it's a process. It's the process of getting the body ready. So I got to get up early. It's going to be getting up early here in a couple months getting up early, getting things ready so I can be able to, to to get back into my groove and my process to be able to do the things that I need to do. Wait, hold on, real quick. You go for walks in the morning? Yeah, about 4.45, I get up, and from about 5 to 6, I'm out walking. So just Outside? Just, outside, just a nice stroll. It's a nice stroll. It's an hour By stroll. yourself? By myself. Are you listening to music, or are you on the phone? Like, what are you, just, just it's a little meditating? Bit what are you doing? Yeah, it's a little bit of both. I mean, it, it'll be, you know, listen to music, listen to a podcast, knock out emails. Um, but it's a little bit of both. Well, not of both, but everything. Um, anything that I need to catch up on or anything I need to be, you know, studying or reading or, or thinking about, that's kind of my time like to get it done. I, or talk. You know, my dad is up. You know, this is 545, 6 o'clock my time. It's 8 o'clock his time, which he's he's been up since 530, 5 o'clock. So I usually catch him before he gets his day gets too busy as well. So, um, you know, and then I got the international folks, man. You know, this is I was actually texting a guy this morning who's in Singapore. So um, it's one of those things, man, where it's just somebody's up someplace on the planet. Uh, I just happen to be up early on the West Coast. <laughs> At Kelvin Beecham Jr. Again, on social media, you know, so proud of you, man. The off the field stuff, the on the field stuff. It's just been a. Tremendous career. Keep it going for as long as you can. Yes, sir. We'll do. Thank you so much for having me. Really impressed by Kelvin. I'm sure you guys could tell that from the interview. 
uh, for so many different reasons. I mean, just that is how you draw it up right there. A guy like Kelvin Beecham. The other way you draw it up, by drinking Labatt Blue Light. A lot of things are better when we do them together. This weekend was better with my father-in-law watching hoops, drinking Labatt Blue Lights. That's how you take things to the next level. Drink some Labatt Blue Lights with your friends. Live life to the power of we. Always enjoy responsibly. Beer, Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York. Tuck Steaks. All right, Ross, we'll start with Bobby Wagner, who signs back with the Seattle Seahawks on a one-year, $7 million contract. That's kind of cool. That's kind of cool. It didn't seem like things ended on great terms last year when he left, left Seattle and went to the Rams in division. Then he went to the Rams and just continued to do Bobby Wagner things, which is play awesome. I mean, he has been such a good player for so long. And if you look at the moves Seattle has made this offseason, they're kind of going for it. And they got the fifth pick in the draft. I mean, they, they're being aggressive. You know, they made the playoffs last year. They've added a bunch of good pieces. I think that they think they can go on a run this year. I think they think the NFC is open. Niners have quarterback issues. Eagles lost a bunch of people. Don't look now, but the Seahawks, I think, think that they've got a shot to make some noise. I don't know that I blame them. Tuck Stakes. Cowboys running back Tony Pollard officially signs his franchise tag. Very smart. Look, free agent running backs are getting like at most six, six and a half million a year. Tony Pollard suffered a bad injury in the playoff game against the Niners. You get a chance to get over $10 million for one year at that position Coming off a big injury, you got to sign that thing if you're powered. Very smart move by his agent. Tuck Stakes. The Giants signed wide receiver Jamison Crowder and cornerback Amani Oruwarie. Nice. Nice, Jack. Now, would you have known that or me spelling it out phonetically in the notes? Is that what did it for you? Honestly, I went. I didn't even trust your notes because sometimes people pronounce things differently. I went and watched a YouTube video, and I just wrote down phonetically where I can interpret it, how an announcer said it. So that's how I did it. And by sometimes people pronounce things differently, you mean sometimes you pronounce names wrong? Yes, but like if somebody puts like O-H, like they could think it's O or O. Like people sometimes interpret like phonetic pronunciations differently in my eyes. How do you spell O? O? No, no, no. Ooh, it's O-O-H. O-O-H. Yes. Two O's. Yes, but sometimes people might not realize that. So I just got – I've learned you can't trust anybody. You got to know what exactly you know. So I had to do some research on my own to clarify. All right. I, I, I respect it. Separations in the preparation. So the Crowder I like for the Giants. I've always thought Crowder's good. And you get him in the slot there. Now, it seems like the Giants have a bunch of slot receivers, but that's okay. You know, those guys have all had issues staying healthy. So make sure you have one that's ready to go every week for Daniel Jones. And Oru Warrior did some good things during his time at Detroit. They just felt like they had upgraded. Tuck Stakes. The NFL sends out a memo regarding Ken Francis and Lamar Jackson, who is not a certified NFLPA agent. So I think I'm going to make this, Jack, my Labatt Blue Light take of the week. The pristine Canadian Pilsner, by the way, 
Enjoy your beers together so you can live life to the power of we. Always enjoy responsibly beer. Labatt, USA, Buffalo, New York. I'm totally fine without having an agent if you're Lamar Jackson. But then you can't have some guy that's not an agent calling teams on your behalf. I mean, you you can't have it both ways. And by the way, Lamar Jackson could easily negotiate with agents to have someone represent him for at most 1%. Easily. So you're talking about a $200, $300 million deal. To have someone managing that process for $2 million, maybe $3 million out of a $300 million deal, it's, it's well worth it. And honestly, I'm... The, the longer this goes, the more nervous I'm getting for Lamar Jackson. If you watch the show or listen, you know I am very passionate about every NFL player maximizing the financial security they can get for their families from their talents. I want every guy to get as much money as they possibly can. I just don't think Lamar is doing that. I mean, if he plays this year on the $32 million franchise tag – He's already way behind. After playing last year on the fifth-year option, if he plays this year for $32 million, he's already going to be millions of dollars behind the game, even when he gets that long-term new contract, if he does, if he stays healthy, if he keeps playing well. The, the whole situation makes me nervous. And I've talked to teammates of his that feel that way. Everybody feels that way. Tuck takes. Eagles right tackle Lane Johnson gets a one-year $33 million extension through 2026 with $30 million not guaranteed. That lowers the 2023 cat number by almost $10 million. And with that, they sign safety Terrell Edmonds. So, obviously, the Eagles don't have any quote-unquote really established starting safeties right now. So, they signed Justin Evans to get him in the mix. Now they sign Edmonds, who started a lot of games at safety for the Steelers to get him in the mix as well. And they have Reed Blankenship. I don't know that they're done at that position, but they now have three guys that have started games in the NFL at the safety position. And those three guys right now, at least could compete for those two spots. As for Lane Johnson, he's the best right tackle in the NFL, arguably the best lineman. He's a fantastic player. And I think a lot of this was the Eagles wanted to free up cap space, but they also rewarded Lane in the process by giving him $30 million guaranteed. My guess is that that money is over the next couple years, the guaranteed portion of it, because Lane had said he wanted to play at least two more years. So um, basically, I think they just probably just essentially guaranteed the next couple of years. Tuck Stakes. Pair of wide receiver signings. The Ravens bring in Nelson Aguilar while the Panthers sign wide receiver DJ Chark. So Aguilar is a professional wide receiver. He's been up and down throughout his career. It is unbelievable. I mean, he was the highest paid receiver in free agency a couple years ago when the Patriots got him for like 11 something million a year. Now the Ravens get him for one year, three and a half. I like that. One year, prove it probably with Lamar Jackson to try to get his value back up. And then for DJ Chark, Panthers have been really aggressive to try to make sure the number one overall pick 
has some good skill guys around him. We talked about that last week, I think, with Greg Cosell. I think maybe even with Joe Dolan on the Fantasy Feast podcast. You got Thielen, Hayden Hurst. You've got Miles Sanders. Now you have DJ Chark. I mean, they got very respectable, good players now all around this number one overall pick quarterback who most people still believe will end up being C.J. Stroud. We're doing the college draft today, tight ends. It's an awesome, awesome draft for tight ends. So make sure you check out today's college draft podcast. You should be watching or listening to all of them. Uh, but it's, listen, we're a month away from the draft. Exactly, I think. Shout outs, by the way, Pizza Boy Brewing, Sportaculture, HumanHeadNYC.com, SteakhouseSports.com, Go-Bangles.com, Evergreen Economics, BackOfficeScheduler.com and MyFrontPageStory.com. Mother's Day will be here before you know it. It's already, obviously, the greatest birthday or wedding or anniversary gift. Get ahead of the game for Mother's Day or Father's Day. Just go to MyFrontPageStory.com. Get your story in the works and the mix. Now, then you don't have to think about it. Just get it off your plate. Promise you, your mom would absolutely love it. I think we're done here. Thanks for listening to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Fantasy Feast, Even Money, Business of Sports, and College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found.